Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Christians. I'm your host, Zachary Allard. And I'm Michael Tabor. And Michael, we are returning to a Shitty Christians favorite this week. We're, we're, we're going to be building up another member of the canon. Michael, what are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. We are not unlike the Council of Nicaea. We are deciding the true Shitty Christians lore at this moment. And uh, <laughs> we are officially moving one Dave Ramsey from uh, apocryphal text to canon. Uh, because we are we are here uh, with not just one, not just two, but multiple tales from the Ramsey verse. Uh, longtime Ooh. listeners, yeah, that's right. Uh, the Ramsey cut. It's uh, it's it's definitely we're pulling some MCU. These are the side stories. You know, this is this mm-hmm. is our Mandalorian. This is our WandaVision. Oh, this should be our WandaVision. I haven't seen any of these fucking shows, but yes. I don't watch this shit because I respect myself, but you, the listener, you probably do. <laughs> listen, That's okay. You, you get it. little garbage humans out there watching your superheroes. Uh, Look at simps. <laughs> I, I want to I speak specifically to the one listener who thought Kamal Harris's kids book, Everyone is Superheroes, was actually a critique of the MCU and picked it up for that reason and say thank you for <laughs> being here. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's so funny. in episode 53 of this illustrious yes. podcast, we introduce the mm-hmm. listeners to one Dave Ramsey, uh, a self-described capitalist pig uh, who, among Oof. other things, will neg you on his website if you try to buy his financial advice books with a credit card. That remains so, but he'll let you still buy it because Dave Ramsey's all about securing the bag. Oh, he he has been very successful at securing the bag to the point of a personal fortune of $55 million, not to mention a multi-hundred million dollar financial empire, Ramsey Solutions, formerly the Lampo Group. That'll come up. Uh, also, just, you know, as we covered in the previous episode, one of the most widely listened to talk radio shows of all time, uh, right up there with Rush Limbaugh. Uh, and essentially that level of evil. Like, they'll be they'll be bunkmates in hell for sure. Uh, bunk is not the word I would use there, but let's keep going. <laughs> uh, Ramsey, Ramsey's primary product, he says, is not sound and sage financial advice, but in fact, hope. Hope? Hope. Hmm. Well, you know, I will say... Uh, he and Obama share a lot in common. I was going to say they both it, I, promised great structural change and riches, and really only <laughs> offered you hope. I would not be surprised if Dave Ramsey is running a secret drone army, having done the research that I have done for this episode. <laughs> and of course, we all remember that well-known biblical adage: "Keep all you own and sell hope to the poor." <laughs> I love I, I like the idea of selling hope. Like you can't even give people hope. Like I'll say this for Obama. He he didn't charge you for the hope ex- you know, directly. <laughs> like, uh there there were some costs involved, but they were mostly outsourced overseas. I like to think they were mostly my soul. <laughs> yeah, well, uh that that was long forfeit before Obama ever took office. <laughs> All right. So there have been some developments in the Ramseyverse. Okay. Uh, the most notable, the thing that I, the, the tip of the iceberg, the thing that caught my eye and said, hmm, maybe I'll do some light Googling, smash cut two hours of just pouring through articles. <laughs> uh, no, Michael like contacts me four in the morning, calls me in a whisper, Zach, <laughs> Zach, come, down, come downstairs. We don't have a downstairs. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Zach, come to the bunker. I have things to share with you. Uh, Still don't know what he's talking about. Uh, we do all of our pod preparation on Signal. 
<laughs> we're just really <laughs> concerned about security. Uh, but check out our new show on Clubhouse. We are beaming out to the people. <laughs> That's right, baby. Uh, that and Gab. Um, so, Dave Ramsey's perennial bestseller, The Total Money Makeover, dropped mm-hmm. off evangelical publishers' top 10 list for the first time since 2013. Damn, um, R.I.P. I tell you, uh, shout-outs to a real one. Uh, the book was released in 2003 and has sold over 5 million copies. Uh, to wow. keep its place on uh, that list, he would need to be selling somewhere between fifteen and 30,000 books a month, and we're talking nearing in on two decades after its release. Wow. It must be a very good book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably... I, you know, I really appreciated the Harry Potter crossover. Something, something, Fortunus. I don't know. I didn't read Harry Potter. I'm not a nerd. This is a, yet another <laughs> n- universe that I'm going to shit on. This I'm is... not like you people. I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm special. This is just an entire episode dedicated to how Chad Zach is. Zach's like, I like <laughs> sports and muscle cars and cool <laughs> movies by European directors. Look, and boobs, okay? Whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to I don't have to explain shit to you people. Uh, listen, this is this is a titty positive podcast. We've always said that. We've always <laughs> yes, said Yes, the that. controversial the controversial stance of boobs <laughs> are good. <laughs> okay, so let's dive in, shall we? Uh, you know, we're we're t- we're Going deep into the company's $42 million headquarters. It's got 1,000 employees. Uh, what the fuck are you doing by... with 1,000 employees, Dave? I'm sorry. A you thousand. publish books and go on tours. You don't need like like an Apple campus of employees, bro. Uh, no, exactly. It's, it's a wild number. And they're currently working on an expansion to house another 600 employees. You know how like the Epstein shit is like clearly some kind of limited hangout CIA bullshit, and you can tell that because of the sheer amount of like infrastructure around mm-hmm, this one mm-hmm. fucking guy who never earned any money. Yes, is Dave Ramsey? Is Dude, Dave Ramsey in that conversation? Dave Ramsey <laughs> is the uh, the true like socialist unleft like uh, plant. Like he's a Fed <laughs> for sure. Uh, so he has described this place consistently as the best place to work in America. He's also conned several <laughs> other publications into saying the same thing, which is very special. Uh, That's but to so good. Delve into why that might just might not totally be the case. We should talk about Heather and John. Heather and John okay. were a married couple. John uh, applied for a job at Ramsey Solutions. Heather and, and John are a married couple, and then one day they met a stud at a bar. Yeah. Yeah, and then and they then one time they were at a uh, a nightclub in Florida, and a, a, a Dave Ramsey and a speedo came over and asked them if they wanted to hang out in his hotel room. <laughs> Sorry, Heather and John. So Heather and John. So John applies. They're excited. This is mm-hmm. a chance to do work that really matters. They 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 really liked the community. Uh, Heather started to feel just a little off uh, when mm-hmm. she was informed that she mm-hmm. would need to interview for her husband's position as well. Because in a long-running Ramsey Solutions uh, like hiring practice, they interview not only the person applying for the job, but their spouse. This is so amazing. What a flex to feel like. It's so Rob Lagojevich. Like, I've got this, I've got a job. It's a fucking valuable thing, man. <laughs> it's like, a fucking valuable. Wife, you know, I, 
I think to beat your wife, prima nocta, maybe it comes into it. I don't know, but I'm going to meet her, okay? It's a fucking valuable thing. That's all I'm saying. And honestly, that was such a good poll because that is exactly Thank how you. Dave thinks about everything he does. So this is from his book, Entre Leadership, where Ramsey recommends that companies vet these spouses to make sure that their hire is not in, in this is a quote, not married to crazy. I mean... I, I love that he's going bro rules on hiring. <laughs> it's like, a bro, very, bro, it's a very bro, is she company. crazy though? Bro. <laughs> uh, when hiring bro. someone, you're employing more than just that person, the book advises. No, not true. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're hiring that person. You're taking on the whole family. And when they are married to someone who is domineering, unstable, or simply full of drama, you'll end up no. with a team member who can't be creative, productive, or excellent. Oh my god! You know what I keep thinking about? I keep thinking about as you're reading this, the Zodiac Killer, because <laughs> yes. he was like at the end, he always be like, "I kill these people so they'll be my slaves in the afterlife." Dave Ramsey, a hundred percent, thinks that your family are his slaves in this life. Oh yeah, and, and the next one. Like I didn't, I neglected <laughs> to mention, but the expansion they're building is a ziggurat. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So John was offered the job. Good for John. Way to get it, <laughs> I John. guess. Yeah. Yeah, get the... We'll see. Uh, we'll see how this goes. One of the things that his employment was contingent on was submitting a budget for his household to prove that they could live on the salary that Ramsey offered. All right. Are already getting getting creepier and creepier by the moment. Yeah, just a, just a, just a smidge controlling, I'd say. And Heather goes on to say, like, yeah... I had concerns about this, but honestly, it didn't affect our day-to-day life. And, you know, uh, the wives of all the employees had a club, and that club showed up to bring them food and help them unpack. And, you know, so Mm -hmm. Dave Ramsey has his own army of Stepford wives. That's cool and fun. Normal. Normal. Uh, But things started to take a turn once coronavirus hit. Because as we covered in our previous episode, Dave Ramsey isn't here to be scared of no coronavirus. Uh, Of course not. (laughs) Of course not. He told his audience early on, you would think that the Black Plague was coming through the U.S. listening to people whine. You guys have lost your mind out there. 600,000 people dead. Dave Ramsey standing atop a pile of corpses. You've got to be losing your mind, he says. Immortan Ramsey (laughs) making the water flow to the survivors. Dave Ramsey wandering through the, like, burial burning pits in India being like, this is cancel culture. (laughs) fuck uh he refused to cancel or refund live events cool totally normal and good this was good we have people calling in they're wanting to cancel stuff for a live event in may let me tell you how much of your money i'm going to give you back if you don't come because of the coronavirus zero i am keeping your money you (laughs) are a wuss (laughs) what I tell you, here's here's the thing, Dave Ramsey. You're a wuss for using the word wuss, you pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say pussy like a man, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Say say pussy like a man, wuss. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Plugging, alive, live like no one else, Dave Ramsey hosted Cruise. Ramsey said he would go on the cruise even if he was there by my freaking self. The cruise was later canceled. Okay, okay. 
Okay, first of all, I I now wish that had happened. Yeah. I I I now like have an immense headcanon of Dave Ramsey alone on a cruise. Alone and on Dave a cruise, Ramsey. Dave and several hundred monkeys on a cruise ship floating through South America, a Gura Wrath of God style. Like that that would okay. be the best timeline. Is that funnier than Dave Ramsey with several hundred staff members, but still by himself. And just like, there's a full, every evening, there's a full fucking buffet. And he is just sitting at the end of it and just eating, just eating nonstop. Oh, yeah, he, he has staff. To eat all of Right, and he's just like like the end of uh, bringing up another another movie, uh, bringing up Akira, which is weirdly mm. similar in title, yep. just growing larger and larger, and to where he starts consuming the crew, and that's that's how this all ends. This is uh, Dave Ramsey is season four of Attack on Titan confirmed, including being secretly fascist. <laughs> that the secret aside, go okay. continue. Uh, he kept his headquarters open throughout the entire pandemic, uh, barring like a month where they shut down. So someone tested positive at the company, they decided to stay open. Uh-huh. Another person tested positive days later, and they closed, only to decide that they just aren't a work from home employer. Uh, sure. Since then, there have been over a hundred positive cases. But the, again, these people whose jobs I don't understand, but yeah, no who, who do functionally nothing. Uh, work has continued <laughs> on a $50 million addition to the company headquarters, as I previously mentioned, which would house an additional 600 employees. All of this ended up getting mm-hmm. to Heather a little bit. She was frustrated by the sure. lack of safety protocols. She has her own health issues that made her concerned mm-hmm. that John could potentially uh, be endangering her by attending work. John was starting to get a little frustrated, too. And so she hopped into what she thought was a private Facebook message to say that, like, John's company wants to bring all the employees back as soon as possible when a majority can do their work just fine from home. I do not understand how people don't see we are setting ourselves up for a huge second wave. Ugh, people make me so angry. So that was okay. that was Heather's comment. As we can see, yeah. uh, she didn't call anyone a wuss. She didn't no. she didn't mock and demean people. She expressed frustration. Uh, hours later, John got a call from his supervisor. Oh my god, this is this is so terrifying. Yeah. A coworker had reported Heather's comment. They had a screenshot of the post sent by the coworker's spouse. Wow. Yeah. That is unnerving it's it's creepy right first of all fuck a narc what the fuck yeah yeah okay always it you know what they say about snitches okay yeah they burn in the fiery pits of hell for all eternity <laughs> a kernel, eternal conscious torment doesn't exist except for fucking snitches oh what a terrifying culture continue yeah uh a few weeks later john was fired what the fuck <laughs> In the exit interview, Armando Lopez, the head of human resources, confirmed that the cause was his social wi- was his wife's social media comment, according to a recording of the meeting. Do you remember? Do you remember? Like I don't know, 2011, the worst year when when like Obama's riding high. This this, this neo lib hellscape will never end, and they're like, the web is going to liberate all of us. Social media, the Arab Spring, we are going to be free forever, bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it's coming. It's coming. This is how this is how it's going to happen. Uh, and now, now the world's most pepperoni smelling man is just <laughs> snooping on your posts and firing you when your wife complains a little bit about your job. Yeah, a little bit about endangering your life. For the record, a totally legitimate thing to complain about. Uh, oh incredible. Ni- George Orwell just missed the part where in 1984, you aren't going to need cameras when you have Karens. 
<laughs> All right, that that was that was pretty good. Uh, okay, they were offered eighteen thousand dollars in severance if they signed an NDA. Wow. Keep in mind, this is money that they needed, but they refused. Yeah. Uh, they had to wow. accept. Wow, I help. respect it. I respect the hell out of it. Um, I'm not even gonna. I can't talk about all uh, the NDAs I've I, signed. Oh, dude, it's not a joke. The <laughs> amount of NDAs in my life is crazy. <laughs> Uh, and this, yeah, like I said, this was this was hard for them. They they had to get help from friends and family for groceries and rent, but they didn't want Dave to have that hanging over them. Uh, Ramsey Solutions went ahead and filed a cease and desist uh, when they went public, claiming that John's original employment contract prohibited them from speaking on this issue. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. uh, bringing his full legal weight to bear, uh, you know, they still went public anywhere. I, I don't think that complaint went anywhere. Uh, but still, yeah. just like the litigation, the willingness to be like, mm. even if you don't take the buyout um, for your silence, we're still, 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 still going to try to enforce you. it. Yeah. Then someone filed an anonymous OSHA complaint claiming that Ramsey <sighs> Solutions, duh, was not taking coronavirus seriously. Uh this did not sit well with because Dave. Because of the lack of seriousness. Yeah, most, mostly because they were doing fucking all to prevent over 100 people from getting coronavirus in their fucking company. Which, again, uh, according, you know, the, the number of employees varies. Um, a thousand is the thing I saw most consistently. But that's 10% of your employees. Right. That's a huge amount. That's an insane number of also, people like under your watch. Also, like, one percentage. Like, do you still want, like, one to ten people to die of COVID at your company? Is that an acceptable number, fucking Dave Ramsey? To, to Dave Ramsey, not only is it acceptable, but that's what trusting God looks like. Uh, so, Dave Dave got a little mad about this. Dave well, got wait, a little wait. Mad. I've got one more thing to say oh, about yeah. that. I, I can pick one, ran, one, one person I'd be okay with dying of <laughs> yeah, Dave Ramsey's Please. Company. Please. <laughs> Um, it's the least you could do, coronavirus. <laughs> that's that's the thing I'm most disappointed about. But baby blood's good for keeping it off, I guess. Yeah, no, it's 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 a shame the adrenochrome works so well. Uh, okay, <sighs> Dave, he got he got a little upset. He started off ranting about how the pandemic was mm-hmm. preventing him from improving his golf game the way one does. Sure. And then yeah, he and been then there he said, and they're right now. Okay, I'm. <laughs> uh, he said the company had told OSHA that it was not going to change anything in response to the complaint. And then he says, "So whoever you are, you moron, you did absolutely no good except to piss me off. You were not welcome here, and if you were willing to do stuff like that, if or sorry, you were not welcome here if you were willing to do stuff like that. If you are really scared and you really think that leadership is trying to kill you, please, we love you. Just leave. We really don't want you here. Okay, I love this place, Dave says, and I really don't want any morons here. If he finds out the person's identity, he continued, I will fire you instantaneously for your lack of loyalty, your lack of class, and the fact that you are a moron who snuck through our hiring process. This is so funny. You, you lack class, sir. <laughs> yeah. Sir, class sir, I will meet you on the pitch. <laughs> sniveling at hundreds of people who have nothing to do with this. Uh, at a person who just tried to keep these people's lives safe. And he's up there being like, you are a moron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, Dave Ramsey, there's there's uh, there's probably a few morons that you've hired, but there's really only one I'm worried about. Yeah, exactly. There's only one that has enough control for me to be very concerned. Uh, he finished, by the way, by telling the employees how much he loved them and how Ramsey Solutions was still the best workplace in the world. 
so funny. <laughs> it's so funny that someone can be like, I think they're trying to kill me. And you can be like, this is the best place in the world, you bitch. Well, yeah. And, <laughs> and as you were saying, the mixed messaging of I love you and I love this place. Also, you're a moron and I'm going to hunt you down and fire you. Like, I don't, I don't want to. So, it's so funny. It's like a cat. It's like when a cat wants <laughs> pets, but also doesn't want you to touch it. To like, be fair, all thousand employees were trying to rub Dave Ramsey's belly. Let's be fair and balanced here. <laughs> Uh, like, I, listen, I am not trying to overstate what one boomer's temper tantrum is, but that juxtaposition of like, I love you, I'm going to hurt you, I love you, is textbook abuse. Like that is just, that is, that it's is so how, funny. that is abs- absolutely how relational abuse works. And uh, oh yeah, it's, it is patently ridiculous because Dave Ramsey is a ridiculous human being, uh, but like, ooh, it is also really gross. Um yeah, it's 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 super gross. It it is also like I got to be honest with you though, it's the same thing as the WeWork nonsense. It's it's oh, yeah. still the same thing as like all the lib tech companies that are like, "Look, we are woke. We are here for diversity. We are here for inclusion. We're a family." And sometimes in a family, you have to fire little Johnny. Look, sometimes. is he your son? Yeah. But does he but he didn't hit his numbers. Yeah, sometimes when you're a family, you have to come to this party where I pour tequila and coke down your throat and then maybe something bad happens. You know, because we're family. Because that's what happens in families, bad things, but also good things. Uh, another okay. So, as it turns out, this is not the first time that Ramsey has had an issue with what he terms gossip and what any sane person would term having a concern about anything ever. And I have a clip. I hate gossip. This ticks me off more than any negative human behavior I run into. It is so destructive and it is so socially accepted. Most places are full of people that just shut up and work. Dave Ramsey's cool. Dave this, Ram- is the story, this is a story about a man who's too Chad for his workforce. This is That's definitively what a dude's rock tale. 100% all the way down. Uh, okay. What kind of gossip is the worst in Dave Ramsey's mind? The gossip about probably the lady gossip, knowing Dave. <laughs> yeah, but please continue. Yeah. Probably, probably when ovaries are involved, that's when Dave gets really concerned. <laughs> uh, when he sticks his army of uh, of Ramsey wives on you. Uh, okay, what kind of Oof. gossip is worst? The gossip about the person who's freaking paying you. There, there it is. Yep. There, just in, ca- in case you were wondering. There it is. Dave Ramsey definitely thinks he's doing you a favor by giving you a job, which is which is everybody who gives you a job. Yeah, and Dave Ramsey is the heart of like what business ownership looks like in this country. Like these mm-hmm. people expect yeah. everything. They absolutely think that they should all be able to control you this way. And every other boss you've ever had is exactly like Dave. Dave is just a little more honest about it. Yeah, yeah. No, like like I've had bosses who donate to the NAACP and then pay you minimum wage. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they 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 put a better gloss on it at like WME or whatever, but they'll still pay you $11 an hour. Yeah, if if you're not working an internship. Right. Yeah. Oh. And and you definitely need like a year of 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 internship experience. Otherwise, how could you handle answering a phone? So, <laughs> Dave Ramsey's war against gossip uh got a little more interesting. <laughs> when he managed to infiltrate a secret Facebook group of about 100 former employees without their knowledge. 
Uh, oh god. The Facebook group was essentially a combination of like memeing on the shitty culture and also like kind of a therapy session because a lot of these people really struggled with how toxic that workplace is. So he said, uh, you know, this is one of the members, most of us left Lampo, that's Dave Ramsey Solutions, previously called Lampo, years ago, and yet he still haunts us, lurking over our shoulders like he's the damn godfather. And many of us are genuinely scared and unsure of how far he'd go to silence us. Oof. That's shut. That's that's chill. That's chilling as shit. Actually, it is. It is. And then members of the Facebook group had no idea that Ramsey knew what was being said. Again, this is one of the secret, non-listed Facebook groups. Uh, yeah. Until uh, later that year, when a current employee informed them that one of their private conversations was the topic of discussion during a meeting at Ramsey Solutions. Uh, <laughs> I'm so upset. More narcs, man. What is with all the snitch? I will say, here's the thing. Christian's good at snitching. Oh, I yeah. remember interviewing at, or interviewing, applying Chick-fil-A when I was like 18 and being like, hey, is there, if there, you know, if you knew a coworker was smoking weed, would you tell your supervisor? I remember that. Yeah. And me being like, obviously not. Weed is cool. <laughs> I don't even smoke it. I wish I did. What? <laughs> I'm not cool enough. No one's ever offered me drugs. I, I do think, though, that apart from that, Zach, you were just not Chick-fil-A material. I'm not. I mean, it's so many ways definitively <laughs> not. Still a, still a devoted customer, though. <laughs> Canceled. Yeah. Okay. What are you going to do? So this continued to spiral outward. Angry. How is this going on? <laughs> oh, this is, this is just getting started, baby. Uh, angry that Ramsey and his team had gained entry to the private group, several members took to anonymous Twitter handles to protest. So there became several parody Twitter accounts, both like mocking his culture and pointing out issues. Mm. And this set Ramsey on a war path. During an all staff <laughs> meeting on May 7th, uh, Ramsey offered thousands of dollars in bounties in exchange for the identities of the tweeters. Oh my god! Wait, could we set up a whole thing where we like do a fake Ramsey Twitter account, Ooh, and then one of us dimes on the other, the and then bounty? we split the money? Fuck, that would be good. I like this idea. <laughs> that would be good. Honestly, if we could find a it way was to grift this dude, that would that would be the height. That would I would feel so good about this podcast if we got to take some of Dave okay. Ramsey's money. By the way, this is a free idea. If you used to work for Dave Ramsey or whatever, and want to get some of that sweet bounty money, and all work together to dime on each other but you split the money you should you guys should do that yeah yeah definitely make it happen uh employees accounts differed on the dollar figure ranging from five to twenty thousand dollars oh my god this he's so thin-skinned he's so thin-skinned i do it is like the man is just a raging id of like Every boomer like uh, stereotype that I can think of, like the, mm -hmm. he just he can't handle criticism. Mm -hmm. He needs to be seen not just as the leader of this company, but as a spiritual leader. Like it is wild to me what a little baby Dave Ramsey is. Uh, this continued on May eighth. Ramsey <laughs> fired two employees on the mistaken suspicion that they were operating one of these Twitter accounts. This guy is like, 
I mean, you could do like this guy is like operating like a J. Edgar Hoover style FBI searching for communist stuff. Like, oh no, yeah, like this, style place. This is the Red Scare writ across Facebook. Like, it is wild how 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 deep this this goes. They la- they later found out that you know these guys weren't involved at all, but they still were like maintains the firing because they had found some instant messages sent through the company accounts from years ago complaining about something totally different. They described it as negative chatter detrimental to the purposes of our of our company. God, this is so the future. I was thinking about I was like we're not even gonna be allowed like to do the time honored thing of complaining about the bosses anymore. We can't even like complain about that used to be one of the few things you could do was be like, uh, the boss sucks, am I right? Like yep. Pass, pass me that brewski, whatever men talk about. I don't know. But, like, you can't even do that anymore. No, it's such a good connection that, like, you know, we're it is ridiculous. Everything Dave is doing is ridiculous. But it's also quite common. Like, firing employees for, like, Facebook posts, this is getting to be mm-hmm. the norm. Yeah. Uh, your company culture needing to be a thing that you're fully bought in on, not it not being enough for you to go and do a job. You must be in love with your job. You must care yep. about the mission of the job to the point that you are willing to make added sacrifices for the job. Like, this isn't different in the nonprofit yeah, world. This isn't different. Let's do this all the time. Constantly. Uh, remember, remember our episode where like companies were like, "What if we gave them spiritual meaning without any of the good good sides yeah, of religion?" Yeah, the, like, uh, this is just, this is just that. The Baroque ritual designers, uh, the Brooklyn yeah. hipsters, uh, having you burn sage in your office to make the Zoom meeting of connection better. Capitalism must take everything from you. Yeah. It must colonize every single thing in your life to extract ever more value out of you. Uh, the reporter of this article was trying to find those two guys who've been fired. And another employee said, oh, you'll never talk to them about this. They'll have to sign the kind of non-disclosure agreements without expiration dates. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So it's not the end. It's not the end. There was how, another staff was meeting. It, why, is it, why is it not the end? <laughs> <laughs> According to three current employees, Ramsey chose a handful of the Facebook's group members, former employees, and plastered their pictures, their family members' pictures, and screenshots of the private conversation on a large screen for the whole company to see. Amid this rant, Ramsey claimed that he had contacted the local police department and the FBI. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that is who the cops work for. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. We've said it before. Cops exist to protect the hand of capital. And yeah, I would not be surprised uh, that not only did this happen, but the cops actually did do some shit. Uh, And then later that day, having identified a couple of the owners of the parody Twitter accounts, uh, the same people he just shamed in front of his staff, uh, he set a meeting without asking if they wanted to, called their pastors, reserved a private room at the restaurant Bosco's, and scheduled a meeting time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay bosco sounds like an ed, 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 like like a chimp that stars in a movie yeah. opposite ronald reagan in the 40s like, <laughs> i'm pretty sure that was bosco it's his restaurant <laughs> good food though chicken tenders so juicy oh yeah you know i mean that that ranch sauce uh, let me tell you <laughs> okay he then emails all the people who are running these accounts that he's been able to find and he says the bible clearly says that when we have a problem with our brother we are to go to them and try to resolve the situation 
I have the courage and I will take the time to sit with you in person and try to find resolution. My hope is that you will have the courage as well. <laughs> or I'll or I'll kill your whole family. <laughs> or I'll call the FBI. <laughs> or I'll dox Wait, you and call I the FBI. I already did that. No, it, and, and again, uh, you know, one of the issues with Dave Ramsey's solutions, mm-hmm. other than that it's run by a psychopath, is that it really... <laughs> wants to be a for-profit business which it is uh and thus subject to all of the like title seven rules and regulations but it Mm -hmm. operates like a church would uh it operates with the same expectations on morality he is clearly uh you know referencing you know a verse about how to deal with conflict within the church as a means of trying to drag these people in with their pastors to a meeting for him to berate them at bosco's uh, I, I bet, I bet that when those guys show up and order their chicken tenders, Dave pulls the waiter aside and he's like, don't you bring them any of that ranch sauce. They don't deserve it. Man, and like going to Boston without the ranch sauce, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's like going to Olive Garden and not getting the breadsticks. It's, it's not worth your time. It's, it's just not going to do it for you. Uh, it's a sad parody. It's a sad parody. That's all I'm saying. They eventually came to an agreement that basically resulted in Dave getting what he wanted. Most of these accounts were shut down, uh, and Dave went along his merry way. Another employee said that, like, this this process of, like, firing, uh, regardless Mm -hmm. of what happened, you just are always going to become an outcast. And she specifically says, when you leave Dave Ramsey Solutions, you become an outcast regardless of the reasons. She left because she was moving out of state. Two days after giving her 30-day notice, oh she was called into her boss's office and told that the, that, that would be her last day. Uh, this is despite that, the fact that she was departing on good terms, at least according to her. Like, she was just moving. Um, uh, pretty pretty excited for the updated uh, name of Dave Ramsey's company, Dave Ramsey's Final Solutions. Uh, <laughs> honestly, though. Uh <laughs> She said, I was treated as if I had done something terrible. Nobody on the leadership team would acknowledge her, not even her direct supervisors, and basically none of the people she worked with still talk to her. The total erasure of former employees is so familiar, it even has a nickname within the company. It's called the Ramsey Rapture. Well, we have a title for our episode. <laughs> I told you, man, Tales from the Ramseyverse. This shit is God weird. damn. This is, uh, this is this is truly some psycho shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the final note to make on the uh, story of Dave Ramsey's feelings on gossip is that in a separate incident, not even connected to any of the things that we've discussed before, in order to make a point about how much he hates gossip, he gave out gift bags, kept one for himself, and then pulled a gun out of that gift bag to wave around to make a point about how much he hates gossip. There have been depositions about this. There's another lawsuit related to that. Ramsey, (laughs) to the surprise of absolutely no one, is a huge gun aficionado who commonly posts pictures of his gun collection on twitter well what's good to know what i like here's the thing what i love about this as a as a sort of a as a want to be creative is is the the now i understand another piece of dave's ramsey notably the smallest piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well done okay thank you, thank you. just a couple more things to get to zach 
just a couple more things. It, we can't. We're not done with Dave. I can't Dave. believe there's more. I can't believe there's more. Dude, if you are experiencing this as I walk you through this in an hour-long podcasting format, imagine my last day of just like <laughs> every article I'm reading about this motherfucker has links to like 15 more articles about how insane he is. And Michael think- bought a new laptop, okay? His old one got fried from Dave Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the FBI came and took my first laptop, so I had to get another one to record this podcast. <laughs> I uh yeah they uh they used to they they gave up investigating things like child pornography they're just now investigating Dave Ramsey googling google searches hey uh giving up would imply that they ever cared boom uh I think maybe before we get to this final thing it's it's time to talk about like how all of this is in from the perspective of a company that claims to be the model of biblical business leadership Dave Ramsey has written literal books about how to build a God-honoring company and in doing Mm -hmm. so he has fully imprecated not just himself but the entire culture that he helped build and there are tons of people I mean we talked about it in the previous episode over 9,000 churches have taught his financial materials about how to get out of debt and as we covered in the last episode that mostly amounts to shaming you for having it telling you to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and this like false story of his own history where he had to build his way back from nothing when in fact he was born into wealth took that turned it into millions and had one bus cycle where he overextended before immediately going back to being the millionaire he always was. But he uses yeah, no, this. I, Go ahead. It's so funny how all of these grifters have the same same story. It's a Donald Trump story too. It's it's I'm endlessly tickled by everyone who's like, I'm good at business. Not even think one of these guys, just one of the business douchebags would actually sort of be good at business. But no, not even one of them is good at business. They just had money. And their entire system is designed that once you have the money, you can never not have it. Yeah, you will always be able to keep that money. Uh, which, by the way, means that you, dear listener, will never have access to it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, not. no, 100%. I mean, like... We could we could pick any of these motherfuckers. You know what Bill Gates yeah. is good at? Eugenics. He's really good at eugenics. You know what he's not that great at? Doing computer stuff. But he's real good no, about I mean, being an you, asshole I, and taking other people's computer stuff. Have you used a Windows laptop recently? Come on. Man. Come on. All right. So, in July of 2020, Caitlin O'Connor, a former Ramsey Solutions employee, sued the company, claiming she had been fired after requesting maternity leave in the summer of 2020. Uh, she emailed the human resources chief, Lopez, who we already referenced on June 18th, asking for accommodations under the Federal Family and Medical Leave Act and the Americans mm-hmm. with Disabilities Act because she was 12 weeks pregnant. Yeah. You may know where this is going. A week later, O'Connor was fired. Incredible. Uh, she was fired specifically, not according to the company for her pregnancy, but because she was pregnant and not married. Board members and Lopez told her it was because she had violated the company's code of conduct. Uh... (laughs) Again. Just give me a... Listen, just give me a liege lord, man. Just give me a guy. I I, I will wear his sigil. I'll learn learn sword combat, I guess. And like, at least... and, And tell me that like, I have to do it. You know, like, just give me something to believe in, man. Like, because I have to do it for Northumbria. Like, that's at least an idea, right? (laughs) 
Every episode of this I'm podcast so just turns me a little bit closer to Reverend Toller from First Reformed. Just every time, every time, <laughs> every single episode, every single research, every article I read brings me just a little <laughs> bit closer uh, to, I don't know, something. <laughs> Uh, Look, that man had some good ideas. That's all I'm saying, okay? The question of will God forgive us is an important one. I think we can all agree. Um, Okay. The day after the news broke, Ramsey went on, Mm. you guessed it, another tirade. (laughs) Okay. All right. Listen, this is... We're getting to getting to some ethnic tropes here. As a white man, I just want to say it's, it's in our DNA. We can't help it. And pointing it out... It's a little bit racist. It's it, a little tropey, and I just I don't appreciate it. It's it's a little bit wrong of us to uh, to be out here uh, punishing this man for his whiteness, a thing he clearly has no control over. Okay, so even better, this this rant didn't take place at another staff meeting, but instead during the company's Devo meeting, a mandatory all company weekly chapel service. Oh my god! Oh my god! Again. <laughs> Please stop. Stop making your company a church, bro. One. Second, stop using your company's weird, creepy chapel church time to go on tirades. So good. Ramsey told employees the policies were necessary to maintain their predictable, safe, and godly culture. Without them, mm-hmm. he said, Ramsey would be just uh, Ramsey's solutions would be just like any other company. A cesspool of sex and racism and Me Too complaints. I that's an incredible three things. I love I, I want to take a second here. First yeah. of all, sex. Sex is good and sex cool. Sex is good and cool. Everyone, sex outside of marriage, also good and cool. If you are into having sex, then you should be doing that. That's fun. Uh secondly, secondly, racism. Whoa, hard turn there. Um uh, not sure how that has to do with any of these things. Yeah, racism uh, is bad. We but talked about a little bit seem to deal in with the it. past in the past, but Ramsey not a great paragon of anti-racism himself. Continue. Yeah. And then he goes to Me Too shit. It's like, what? So, okay, you're against racism, which I guess is good. You're against sex, which is bad. And then you're against Me Too things, which feels like you misunderstand all of the other things we were talking about <laughs> yeah. there. Uh, when he was talking about racism, he was talking specifically about anti-Italian racism. Yeah, which is the only racism I'm down with. Hell yeah. Okay, don't talk to me about how you love your pastor and your church and then say I just moved in with my boyfriend, he said. That's so freaking inconsistent and stupid. Uh... (laughs) And if you don't like it, this is your cue, he said. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Well, he has a way with words. I think we all agree with that. <laughs> it really, like, the pugilism of every element. Uh-huh. Like, there, there is an Alex Jones essence mm-hmm. to Dave Ramsey. Well, okay, Alex Jones is actually good, pretty cool and good with words. I think we okay. all agree. Listen, Alex Jones is a monster. He does evil things. We don't need to get into it. But he is, at the very least, an entertainer. Whereas, like, yeah. Dave Ramsey just lacks the charisma to pull off the belligerence. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, he's not, or, or Trump, who similarly, total monster, but but kind of a poet when he, you leave him up there long enough. Okay, then he hopped, not content, mind you, to hijack the chapel service he mandates all of his employees attend to yell at them about their boyfriends. So uh, good. He then hopped on his leadership blog to defend his rights to enforce a moral code. He said, 
I've got a right to tell my employees whatever I want to tell them, he wrote. They freaking work for me. There it is. You I were just... saying the quiet part loud, my guy. <laughs> uh, his sigil would be so shitty, too. It would just be, like, his face, and he would be, like, housing a Papa John's pizza, and... <laughs> It's just depressing, you know. Like yeah. it wouldn't even there wouldn't even be any doves or unicorns or like bloody tip swords. It would just it would just be his face and and like one sort of smear of marinara underneath his eye. Like just it's not one cool, man. Gout ridden left toe. <laughs> That's not a toe, bro. That's a testicle. Hey. You can't tell. But hey. like they freaking work for me. I can tell them whatever I want. You really really think that don't you dave you truly believe that you should be able to dictate every element of your employee's life the shitty salary that you give them means that you get to go after their pastors to call them into meetings that you get to interview their wives and decide if they're crazy or not uh love the Ugh. the casual sexism of that is something we didn't even specifically get into but that's i don't even special. know if that sexism is casual i think yeah, that sexism yeah, is like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i need I need to I need to meet the the little lady like he's yeah that sexism is in full it. form aware there's nothing business casual about it that's some tuxedo <laughs> sexism right there uh, and you know not only is this horrific it's apparently happened over a dozen times at Ramsey Solutions where somebody has been fired for some sort of uh, extramarital sexual interaction interestingly it did not apply to one Chris Hogan now huh. Chris. As distinguished from the uh, pregnant employee that was fired summarily, uh, Chris is one of the shining stars of Ramsey Solutions. He has his own radio show on the network. He writes books. And this story takes place in 2018, just as Chris mm -hmm. was gearing up for the release of his book, Everyday Millionaires. So look forward no, to our next no, episode. Michael don't, and Zach read Everyday Millionaires. Michael, Michael, I will kill you first. I will, I will kill all of us before that happens. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, that's that's just that's the right call. Okay, Chris Hogan's wife Melissa decided to come to the Ramsey leadership with uh, information she had obtained about the fact that Chris had been unfaithful to her. Uh, she was a little nervous to do this, worried that Chris could be fired given the hard line Dave had taken on sex outside of marriage in the past. But she felt it was important, that it was important to the company, and she had experiences with the company where they had been very supportive when their child was diagnosed with a rare illness. So she felt like she could trust them to take this seriously. As it turns out, Ramsey did not fire Hogan. No way. Shocking. Shocking, I know. Can't believe it. Instead, in what I can only describe as a very like Matt Chandler playbook, uh, the, uh -huh. the pastor of the village church who, uh, when one of the missionary couples that they supported, when the wife found out that her husband was a pedophile, uh, tried to blame the woman for not being submissive enough and then excommunicated from the church when she wouldn't turn over her finances to the church. Um, Dave, picking up that playbook, met with the couple and settled on a restoration plan for the couple's marriage. That, coincidentally, would allow the book tour to go forward. As a part of that process, says Chris Hogan's wife, Melissa, 
we were required to waive confidentiality with our therapists in order for them to report to Ramsey Solutions leaders. Wow. Like, the government can't do that. Like, that shit is crazy. That is pretty fucking next level. Melissa exhibiting what I will say is a truly admirable sense of restraint says, I now recognize that to be unhealthy, controlling, spiritually manipulative, and deeply wounding. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Melissa. We have some other words for it, but I'm going to (laughs) respect you enough to just let yours uh, stand stand there for what, but yes, 100%. Uh, Dave also asked two of his colleagues to work with the pastor and elders at the church the Hogan's attended to get reports on the couple. You know, I've, I've been in the workforce now for a while, and I've had some good jobs, some bad jobs, some good bosses, some bad bosses. But, like, I've, I've never encountered – I actually don't even know too many people who've encountered this level, even at that, like, gross we work sort of of it all, like, of just, like, invasiveness. Like, it really is next level, like, Facebook's – like, when you hear from – when you hear when you read about Facebook. Like, this is just – Yeah, the vision of far control, like, uh, just yeah. to, like, look at this, you know, take a step back and look at all the things. We're talking, like – pastors being brought in uh Mm -hmm. to like harangue employees we're talking like uh facebook groups being infiltrated threats suing like there there are like actual real ramifications beyond just getting fired uh for pissing off dave ramsey like he's going to come at you he's going to sue you he's going to like he's going to file a cease and desist when you try to speak publicly publicly about the shit he did like it's really ugly stuff yeah, it's it's very I think I think this isn't that interesting of a thing to say, but it's very comprehensive. It is. Like, it, and it's comprehensive. But, I think you're nailing it, but because it's comprehensive of your work and your faith. That like yeah. Dave Ramsey doesn't want to just control your work and your job. He wants to control your mm-hmm. family. He wants to control your church. He wants to have all of those people. He wants the pastor of your church working for him to feed him information about you. The level of paranoia and control that, for the record, uh, is largely enshrined in law. Like, obviously, Dave Ramsey is yeah. crossing a lot of lines that even many other shitty companies don't cross. But as one of the articles I was reading pointed out, the Supreme Court has kind of been on Dave Ramsey's side for a lot of this stuff. Of course Like, the has. Hobby Lobby shit that we covered early on yeah. in the podcast is just being like, yeah, no, your employer can decide what kind of healthcare you can access. That's all right. And a lot of the stuff that Dave does exists, exists in a legal gray area. Like, there is a chance that if it ever made it to an actual courtroom, he would be in trouble for some of this shit. But the point is, the laws are set up in such a way that it is vague. That to even try to fight against them is going to be opening yourself up to a lot of trouble. Yeah, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dave Ramsey is almost surely breaking some kind of laws. Of course. I would venture to say. But here's the There is no mechanism in our country... If you're worth $55 million, have a thousand employees and control a company worth uh, 10 figures, there is no mechanism for him to be actually punished. Even if he lost, like, let's even say he lost a few million dollars, uh, which is folks. There is no way Dave Ramsey. And obviously, you know, we're not super into prisons, but there's no way Dave Ramsey goes to jail. There's no way Dave Ramsey loses control of his empire. There's no way Dave Ramsey ends up like poor not only that there's really no method by which dave ramsey loses the seat of power that he has erected for himself exactly um like and i think that 
that is actually interesting. Like, I, but the re- the only reason Bernie Madoff went down is because he fucked over other rich people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he came for his his compatriots and thus was cast out. Uh, and then it was cool. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Bernie Madoff was not cool, except for some of that stuff. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get back to Melissa, shall we? Uh, yeah. When Melissa disagreed with parts of the restoration plan, she was told she lacked hope for her marriage's future and lacked faith wow. in the company's wisdom. She was eventually barred from her husband's book tour. <laughs> this is amazing. This is like, this is, you know what this reminds me of the most? Because, uh, you know, we are, we are sort of true non-pilled folks here. We, we, oh, yeah. we, we sort of are I, paranoid I, I about I use that eye emoji state. all the time. Oh yeah, no, I love it. Uh, it's it's the best. But sort of like to use that as kind of a way to talk about like the whole security state and all that jazz. Like this just reminds me of the CIA. This reminds me of the working for this, all those stories about the Bushes and the Dulleses. Oh yeah, in like the fifties, just like all being in the same place in Dallas for some reason. It, but it just it feels like the intelligence state in miniature, and it's very strange. Well, it, it is very strange, but I, I think it's also just very telling that, like, yeah, this is just what capitalism is. And this is specifically yeah. the ways that the church has built itself up to be in mm-hmm. service to capitalism, that a guy could build an a church empire, an empire that is specifically grounded in his spiritual conception of things. An empire, yeah. like, this doesn't exist for him without mm-hmm. evangelical culture validating and, and placing its power upon his his shoulders over and over and over again across decades and then you see that that power is not just the vetting process the saying like yeah this is the guy we trust this is the guy that we're going to let instruct nine thousand different church groups across the country but also he's going to be able to wield our power to control his employees yeah yeah Uh, yeah and you see this like all over you know the security state's a great analogy but you see this in like you know, DNC candidates, you know, sort of like, you know, like even when like Kamala was running or Michael Bloomberg was running the way they would treat their employees. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's it's extremely pervasive. The more I think about it, the more haunted I am by it. Uh, no, Like uh, the I can draw a one to one comparison between Dave Ramsey and his like Facebook Karens and Kamala Harris's mm-hmm. secret Masonic police force. Like these, these things, these two things are the, the same craziest. picture. Uh, I, I can't get over that. Please continue. OK, so. Uh, Ramsey justified their approach by saying that working for the company was a ministry and a mission and that her husband had a calling upon his life. Okay. A ministry and a mission, says the guy running a for-profit enterprise. Yes, says the guy writing shitty books and doing tours. Yeah. Uh, He then justified uh, their treatment uh, of the situation to his staff by saying, eh, you know, it was messy. He said, she said, he, he gets into a staff and he says, there weren't clear lines. Um, and we said, okay, uh, not because we're taking, uh, because we were taking up for Chris because he's getting ready to go on a book tour, but because it was a messy situation and there wasn't a clear line. If there was, we would have taken the hit and canceled the tour, but there wasn't. And so, and if there was, Chris wouldn't be here anymore. So that's his take. Yeah. It's just I like, mean, when, when you're, when you're the law. Then there aren't any clear lines. When you're the line, yeah. you're like, ah, this is different. When you're the line, you're you like, say it's different. Yeah, yeah, because because I decided it to be thus. Now we can compare 
Dave Ramsey's statement about this not being a clear-cut situation of infidelity with the actual divorce filings that Melissa eventually filed, where Chris Hogan admitted that he had committed adultery with multiple women during his marriage, including affairs with a former Ramsey co-worker and one of his wife's relatives that lasted more than a year. Oof. Yeah. That's extremely grim. Uh... I'm going to read this phrase just because it's gross. Hogan also admitted having oral sex, sensual touching, and sensual kissing with one or more women during during his marriage. I, I hate you so much because because now I have to think about the phrase uh, sensual touch. Yeah. And I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve it. I deserve it for reading that to you. Uh that's Chris so Hogan upsetting. is still an employee of Ramsey Solutions. Uh, Melissa is thankfully divorced um, from that fucking yeah, asshole. Uh, Melissa, Melissa, I hope you learn to eat, pray, love, girl. Yeah, and I think to bring it home. Uh, so I think to bring it home, we're going to go back to uh, one of the original couples, Heather and John. Heather and John's story. Uh, and talking about how they feel having gone through this whole thing, being fired and everything. And uh, Heather says, God has used this organization to do some wonderful things and to bring hope to many. Uh, it broke our hearts to see some of the rot behind the curtain and that it has appeared to go all the way to the top. Uh, for the record, that blog post where she said that has since been deleted. Mm. And I think that's what's really heartbreaking is that, like, as Dave Ramsey yeah. says, he sells hope. And yeah. the truth is, as much as you and I can look at this and be like, no, this is capitalist bullshit, this is shaming, this is Protestant work ethic, this is this is uh, shaming the poor for being poor, this is bootstraps. Like, mm. We spent a whole episode diving into how toxic Dave Ramsey's ideology is. But there is another truth, and that's that like people need that hope, and they buy into the lie. And some of them build their lives around trying to help people. And, and share that hope. They think that this false thing is true. And so they come and they work for this man. And they believe that they are doing good work. And that is somehow mm -hmm. even more heartbreaking. Is that like Dave knows. Dave knows what he is. Dave understands oh, fully yeah. and completely that he is full of shit. And he is making millions off lying to people. Like Dave clearly understands the level of control needed to keep that charade going. Because he exerts it all the time. To the point that if anything, Look, if anything could take yeah. Dave down, it's Dave himself being the guy that pulls out a gun during the staff meeting. Uh, which, again, you talk about things that he did and then st managed to stay in control of his company. Uh, yeah. But Dave knows I, he's know, a grifter. The people no, he, of course Dave knows. Go ahead. He has to know. But at least some of the people that work for him don't. And them... Walking into this thing, not unlike so many people that walk into evangelical churches, thinking that they are finding truth, thinking that they are helping people, thinking they are getting on board with something that is going to do good in the world, and then having to acknowledge this truth uh, is really, really sad. It's really sad. And it's sad to me that even after all of that, uh, this person still believes that good was done in that organization. And I'm not trying to shame this person, but it just shows how like... The church built Dave. The church told people that what Dave said and was doing was good and wise advice. And even people who have seen what a piece of shit Dave is individually uh, walk out of there feeling like, man, that sucks. It's a real shame how that gets in the way of the message. Uh, and it is, mm -hmm. in fact, the preaching of the message and the reifying of that by all these other institutions that allows this toxicity to continue. Um, to the point where even people 100%. harmed by it uh, keep believing in the message. 
You know what I, I, I keep thinking about as we bring this home? Yep. This is probably the last thing I have to say. I keep thinking about him on the cruise alone. <laughs> I keep, I really do. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a striking image, first of all. Of but I keep thinking of like him sitting at the head of a table, being waited on by his thousand employees mm-hmm. who have to work and keep the ship afloat going. And he is just there berating them, offering them table scraps, sitting at a buffet table alone. Dave Ramsey knows what this is. Mm -hmm. That's where he's sitting. This has been the goal the whole time. He's been on that throne. That wasn't a threat. That was a fantasy of his. Mm. I don't think you could say it better than that. Thanks for going through the Dave Ramsey multiverse with with us. (laughs) I hope you had as much fun as I did. (laughs) I'm going to hope that you had a little more fun than Zach did. (laughs) Uh, Hey, hey, here's the thing I tell people. I enjoy hatred. That is so true. I'm, I'm I mean, again, this is the essence of us. You know, this is why shitty Christians, we're not just talking about the topic. We're talking about ourselves. Because do we discuss virulent, terrible assholes all the time who do far worse things than our our little, <laughs> you know, our douchey selves could ever dream of? Yes. But are we also assholes who like to go after the assholes? Also, yes. Yeah. Look, I am, to, to, to paraphrase jack nicholson and a few good men i am the asshole standing on the wall keeping you from the bigger assholes okay (laughs) uh mm, uh very good quote a little troubling giving who's saying it it's fine everything's fine everything's fine all right zach where can people find you on the internet I'm Zach Allard. You can find me at Zachary underscore Allard on Twitter. I am Michael Tabor. You can find me at Michael Tabor. Follow the pod at shitty underscore pod. As soon as you are done listening to this, I encourage you to go check out uh, an episode of Mammonberg that should be dropping the same day that I uh, got to guest on. We had a good time doing that. There's some great stories about a bank robber dying, being mummified, and then being paraded around the country for the next 70 years as a sideshow attraction, as well as getting in to some of the uh, right-wing grievance politics regarding, I don't know, meat, masks, Kamala Harris's book being given to immigrants, and other fake things that they make up wholesale. Uh, so we, I had a lot of fun doing that. Definitely go check that out. And if you're interested, hop on the Shitty Christians Discord server. We've been having a great time. Um, it's honestly become a really cute little community, and I'm really happy about that. So if you're looking to connect with some other uh, leftists and people of varying degrees of faith or not thereof, feel free to look us up on that. You can find the information at the Shitty Christians Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week.